the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KDOW. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. The views and opinions expressed by Ron Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Okay, Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Another day, another dollar. California's still burning. Fire's getting, again, pretty close to San Francisco. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. Saying the kind of mixed markets right now, but it's still too early to tell. Um, stocks mixed as investors are pausing after the rally. So it, we're now starting to get, what's our next leg up? Perhaps it is a stimulus proposal from House Democrats. We're going to get the debate tonight. That should be, uh, fairly dramatic, should it not? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I see that home price growth in the United States is accelerated. We'll talk about that as the day goes on. One of my favorite stock ideas, <clears throat> I own none of it, is a company called McCormick. We're going to talk about that as the day goes on. But again, some more sobering news out of COVID-19 as we passed 1 million worldwide deaths yesterday. We're starting to see companies like Disney and Warner Brothers say, we're going to delay the, our movies yet again. Warner Brothers was betting that movies goers and Christopher Nolan fans were ready to go see Tenet in a theater with a mask on, while Disney didn't take the same chance with Mulan. So a couple weeks ago, they both uh, took their first step back, and it looks like both of them have pretty much so said, eh, we're going to want to wait. <laughs> we're going to want to wait before we do that again. Over Labor Day weekend, Tenet was put out in theaters, and Mulan was put on digital uh, services, Disney+. Plus. Um, but there's more movies and ultimately these two big movie companies, Disney and Warner brothers have said, we're going to delay everything just for the foreseeable future. Black widow is supposed to come out this spring. 
Then it was supposed to come out November 6th. Now it's coming out May 7th, 2021. Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings has been moved to July 2021. Um, I think it's a superhero new new one. The Eternals, The Eternals has been moved all the way to November 2021. Um, <clears throat> the movie Soul, which is interesting, it's a Pixar film, is still set for November 20th, 2020, this year release. So Warner Brothers is doing the same thing with Wonder Woman 1984. So it's the third time the film has been delayed due to the pandemic. So ultimately I'm kind of, you know, I'll bottle this up for you. We're not getting back to normal. And that really makes you question the stock market's rally and how much more stimulus we're going to need. We're not going to get back to normal until 2021 as far as movies go. And uh, it's just, again, it's, it's just a sobering reminder, I think. And to give you, like, just this is a sign of the times. The CDC has said that shopping at crowded stores on Black Friday is a high-risk category. Fair enough, right? Just in case you were wondering, uh, retailers are trying to nudge Americans to start holiday shopping sooner rather than later. Get more gifts now. They're extending their Black Friday deals. You're talking about Amazon Prime changing the way they're doing it. Um, but everyone is going to be promotional, 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 because they're not going to be able to count on the cash registers going crazy on Black Friday. And I, I, you could probably say the CDC just probably that wasn't anyone's favorite thing for them to do. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. One of the stocks that I'm going to talk about later in the show is McCormick, because they're a spice company. They've always entered, they've always intrigued me. Um, I once read through some data in McCormick's annual report that said something like, in the 1940s, Americans had four spices in their home. In the 1980s, Americans had 20 spices in their home. Now the average American has over 60 spices in their home. And you're like, whoa, I get it. And now you kind of understand why uh, you always see Taco Bell and Doritos go with crazy spicy flavors. It's maybe we just don't have any tonsils anymore, or maybe we're just, we have to be stimulated to be stimulated. <clears throat> One in three pairs. Taco also, Bell. Uh, thank you. Needed a little Taco Bell in my life. One in three parents say they won't vaccinate their kids against flu this year. That's going to be a fun one. A double whammy flu season. As the nation already faces a viral deadly disease with nearly twin symptoms. So one third of parents are going to get their kids done. The kids are inevitably going to get flu. And parents are going to go, I wonder if it's COVID or I wonder if it's just seasonal flu. And hospitals are going to be overrun. Elf should cut the spread of flu. But something tells me America's going to mess this one up. Come on, America. <clears throat> Don't mess this one up. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Home prices were its the only piece of economic data out there today. Um, home prices rose 4.8% in July. The 10-city composite annually increased about 3.3%. This is interesting news because we're pretty deep in this COVid thing. We're more than two quarters in, right? First quarter real estate froze as people were just afraid to go. 
second quarter of COVID, things really opened up as people are like, I got to get out of the big city and, and find another home. I need more workspace because I'm not going to work anytime soon. Um, <clears throat> Stronger man from home buyers in July, coupled with rock bottom mortgage interest rates, caused home prices to accelerate. So home prices are accelerating in major markets across the nation. Nationally, home values rose 4.8% up from 4.3% gain in June. The 10 city composite annual increase showed a 3.3% gain. Those are pretty good numbers. Phoenix prices rose 9.2%, followed by Seattle with a 7% increase. Charlotte saw a 6% increase. Now, I could get the Seattle and the Phoenix. Charlotte, eh, okay, you got the American South doing very, very well. Very robust data. Um, but the, mor- the low mortgage rates, clearly a big winner, big helper. So home prices rose 4.8% in July. Again, I think it's probably pretty fair to say those who have and those who don't. Um, if you have a home, you're like stoked by that. If you don't and you're a renter, you're more frustrated than ever. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Amazon Prime Day is going to be moved up this year. Um, looks like they're going to try to do two. But again, start thinking about your shopping list because it is a pretty good time to buy. That's when you're going to get 40% off sometimes. Again, maybe it's a rice cooker and you're like, I don't really eat rice. And when I do, I don't really need a rice cooker. Bad thing to buy even if it's 40% off. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Ten-year treasury, 66 basis points. Not a lot of action there today. Take a break. Be right back. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Google's going to enforce their 30% tape from an app. Purchased Google and Apple, slightly controversial that because most cell phones made have Google goods built into them or Apple goods built into them, that it, it forces developers to use their payment services if they want to be on the platform. I get both sides of this argument. But Google said, you know, we're going to crack down on this next year, not this year. So customers are going to have to pay them directly with a credit card for digital content inside of games using Google's billing system. Sounds just like a page taken out of Apple. Pretty interesting the way these companies actually work, in my opinion, is how much copying of each other they do. Um, it's not ideal, 
but I throw that out there regardless. Um, I want to be careful on what content I hit today and which ones I don't. So, again, slightly mixed markets, nothing dramatic. Um, housing numbers were strong. We expected them to be strong. Movie companies are delaying their releases. I expected that. Um, I, I see that baseball wants to have fans for some games and I question, is that, are we going to see that? When do we start getting real signs of normalcy? And uh, it's just not heating up quite there yet, right? Is that fair? Um, let's talk about yesterday and a little bit more. Some must-see TVs coming up tonight. Um, we get the debates. I don't care what side of the fence you're on politically. I, I've always... My family grew up participating in political debates and participated in political process. Uh, and it's dramatic. I was trying to explain to a 10-year-old, uh, 12-year-old yesterday all about presidential debates, and he was confused. Think about most Americans. <laughs> They're probably pretty confused right now. <clears throat> the S&P 500 was up 3.2% in the last two sessions. The Nasdaq's gone up 4.2%. That's a big move. So last week, we went into the week with, we're not going to get stimulus. China was calling the United States names. Um, Just not a lot going on. So a couple weeks ago, we had a setback in the vaccine that got put back on track, it looks like. Um, But for those not watching, you know, every single minute, this is a pretty big move in two days. So when I say there's nothing going on today, maybe we drag some bounce back forward a little bit. Uh, perspective on how the debate plays out tonight will tie into the stock market features tomorrow. So right around two in the morning, I'll, I'll wake up and I'll take a look and see who won the debate. That's how easy it is to tell you. Um, it's shaping up to be must see TV. It's got drama, comedy, sports, politics, reality show. Um, it, it's, it's out there. House Democrats put forth a $2.2 trillion proposal. Reports suggest Treasury Secretary Mnuchin and some Republicans still think $2.2 trillion is too much to spend. I, I, yeah, some days it just, it doesn't really pay to come to work, does it? There's no corporate news that's having much impact today. None. So these sessions tend to be ultimately good news um, because there's no bad news. And we have an optimistic tilt in investing. One of the areas that I've been in this industry now 20 plus years, I've been in it like 23 years. What do I say? Almost 25 or 20 plus I'll say 20 plus for now. But one of the buzzwords that's changed a lot is sustainability and environmental and social investing. Um, at one point in time, it used to be the buzzwords of activists. Now it's turning into kind of very legit, as MC Hammer would say, too legit, too legit to quit. Um, 
you're starting to get experience industry leaders as well as high level academics starting to talk about the future direction of sustainable investing. I've never seen the issue so flushed out or fleshed out as well as it is now. There's a pretty big understanding that framework conditions for market success have been changing um, at an accelerated pace. Social and governance change calls for fundamental rethinking of assumptions underpinning the way markets are functioning and lessons are learned. Emerging consensus that technology and digitalization are key drivers shaping the future of sustainable investing. It's funny because you used to be able to Google social investing, and there was like one mutual fund family, the Domini. Uh, think of Domino with an I at the end instead of an O. It was the Domini, and um, you didn't have a lot of options, ultimately is what I'm coming down to. Um, now there's so many ways to approach it. ETFs, indexes, mutual funds, active management, uh, passive management mutual funds. It, there's, it's all out there. So, to say the least. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Purple mattresses. I don't know why I said that, but I'm getting ads for purple m- mattresses. And I'm like, Whoa. Oh, behave. I, <laughs> I wish it was something that fun. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Global virus deaths top 1 million. That was kind of a sobering thought yesterday. Only because I think we're so used to flus lasting for a short period of time. We think of flus as, you know, flu season. December, January, February, right? Um... And this just, it's just not backing down. The actual total is actually probably higher than 1 million, as many people, uh, um, so they're, they're saying double that number, and it's probably 2 million. So Western Europe is struggling to control the increase in cases. The French government is warning of a return to strict lockdown measures. UK is already cutting back on pub and restaurant hours and thinking about another two-week lockdown. Germany is considering new rules, restricting size of gatherings. So it's all out there, right? It's fun stuff. JP Morgan has told its consumer banking staff that they can work from home for the rest of 2020. This one's been kind of interesting because a lot of banks tried to bring people back and the employees resisted and they were kind of cantankerous about it, which I totally get. But it shows you when we do all go back, some of us aren't going to want to go back. This is a a similar changing moment in American history on how we approach the workforce. Four-day week should really become a thing soon just because of this. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. And you can call me names if you call me up. Three nights at the motel under streetlights in the city of Palms. Call me what you want when you want if you want. And you can call me names if you call me up. 
I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Virgin Galactic was up 25% yesterday after the Bank of America and Susquehanna issued positive statements. Space tourism. Boy, does that feel like a weird luxury just to say it, even those words out loud right now. Bank of America gave a $35 price target to the venture. Virgin Galactic, not yet operational, is gearing up to begin serving customers in early 2021. Um, I, as an analyst, I don't even know where you would start on valuing a company like that. It's so nascent. Is that the right way of using that word? It's so nascent. It's a nascent stage. Companies, you know, maybe giving investors a good chance to get in now before they kind of unroll everything and show us what they're going to do and how many people are going to sign up and who's going to go. Will we ever get tired of space tourism? What will space tourism look like? I've always loved the movies like Total Recall that, you know, show like a moon base um, or a Mars station. And we've, we've ruined it. We've, we've Americanized it with big signs everywhere, flashing signs, taking pictures with fake aliens that look like fake aliens. Things like that. So Virgin Galactic publicly traded. If you take a look back at history, you don't have to go too far back to see that it has speculative run-ups and massive fall-downs. Now, I think Americans tend to look for the next big thing. There was a company back in the mid-90s, and it was on the cover of, I want to say, Business Week. And Business Week did the next Microsoft. And we tend to say, ooh, I want the next Microsoft, because you hear about when Microsoft first came public, how much money you would have made if you invested in it. Sure, I want the next Microsoft, right? So I'm looking for the next Tesla or the next... We know Elon Musk and Kevin Spacey. No, not Kevin Spacey. The guy who looks like Kevin Spacey. Jeff Bezos. We know that they have this fascination with traveling to the moon, getting off the planet. And we go, well, we we can't buy Amazon, and Tesla's already done its thing, so let's buy the next one. And all I'm going to ask you to do is take a look at the chart and make sure you can take that kind of volatility. Because it's been – it's had a 75% correction before after a big run-up. And that's a lot for some people to handle. And they get in a little bit over their heads. Not saying that's what's going to happen. Just throwing it out there. FedEx is testing package delivery in autonomous cargo planes. Hmm. So FedEx has partnered with Silicon Valley's Reliable Robotics and Aviation Startup Operator that's run by former SpaceX and Tesla engineers. The startup completed test flights for its remote piloted aircraft models in August. I guess I'm okay with that. Is our problem that we don't have enough pilots? Or what is the problem right now? What's the bottleneck? What problem are we solving with autonomous self-flying planes? They're bigger than drones, yes, yes, but they're not going to be landing in my driveway, I don't think. Let's hope not. Is it all about speed? Maybe. Ford announced a $2 billion investment in Canadian automakers. Take off, you hoser. Um, They're going to produce five new electric vehicles. The EVs will come out between 2025 and 2028. Mm, 
I do like the trend of electric vehicles. That to me feels like a press release. 800-516-1220 calls on the air. Other stories yesterday, JFrog, Sunrun, and DraftKings all closed at all-time highs. Now, we've talked about DraftKings on this show before, but when I see a list of people closing all-time highs, I'm kind of interested to see what the pulse of the market's telling us, what the pulse of the growth investors telling us. So, don't know anything about JFrog. I know plenty about Sunrun. So I'll do work today on JFrog. Uh, yesterday we saw a stock drop 28%. And again, this is just, sometimes it's real money that we're talking about. Um, I think we're all happy when we see share, our shares of Apple and Nike running higher. Yay, it's run higher. You know, I own shares of it. And like, hey, I'm going to look at my wealth. and Oh, I'm wealthier. Yay. But if it were to drop 28% on me, I would feel that. So yesterday, Innovio dropped 28% after regulators held the phase two and phase three test of its COVID-19 vaccine back. Um, company says they're going to address the issue, but as of now, you kind of have to play by the FDA rules. And that's definitely on the minds of the world right now. Um, what other big stories are out there today? Global virus deaths top 1 million. That's Kind of tough to like keep going over. Big retailers are starting their holiday blitz in October. Yeah, Target's going to come out with, get this, Target Deal Day. And it's on the same day as Amazon's Prime Day. Not very innovative marketing messaging, huh? But Target, Walmart, Best Buy, other stores have already announced that they won't open on Thanksgiving this year due to the pandemic. And the CDC, for their part, said, Hey, we consider shopping in large groups of people to be a high-risk event. I'm like, okay, thank you. But I, I, I snickered when they said, we consider shopping online to be a low-risk event. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we really are not the smartest nation, are we? E-commerce has already altered the Christmas rush. Not only did Cyber Monday enter the lexicon, but in recent years, retailers have been bringing deals forward even before Thanksgiving. So retailers have been extending the holiday shopping season in hopes of grabbing more dollars, uh, trying to get into our budgets while they can. It will be interesting to see, will there be another round of stimulus? How much of that stimulus will be spent on retail? Imperfectly, incorrectly, something like that, right? Um, let's see what else I can throw out there. I see Apple's getting some, some write-up today. An analyst at UBS says, Apple stock can't really go much higher. You should buy these tech stocks instead. And it's got some kind of interesting names that he's throwing out there. HP and Dell, two companies we reviewed about two weeks ago. And basically said the same thought. You know, kids went back to school. They got laptops. They got desktops. We see Best Buy is having problems keeping microphones and headsets in stock. Computer hardware is doing really, really well because of COVID. So, and the analyst is kind of seeing it. He goes, Apple run too far, but take a look at HP and Dell. You could say, uh, he also is saying IBM, Accenture, HP Enterprises, 
Arista Networks, Cisco Systems, all should be considered, not just Apple, as a play on hardware. Um, I think that's kind of the. And he refers to it as the COVID driven the COVID driven bump. I kind of like that phrase. It's kind of sexy. It, it's almost. Yeah, it was a COVID-driven bump in Macs and iPads, one-year iPhone 12 cycles, and product revenue should revert back to low single-digit growth over the next three years. So he's saying Apple's had its day, and they've been rewarded for it. Okay. Now, networking equipment companies, though, are seeing spending delays and reduced focus on campus networks, given work-from-home initiatives. Um. How does that help a company like Cisco when they're really on the enterprise scale and not the get-into-your-home scale? But I actually got an email from Comcast, and I'm almost embarrassed by this. Last month in September, I used all 1.2 terabytes of data. And they said, we're going to let you We're going to let you keep running over. We're going to let you keep running over. You're a good customer. But even though you have an unlimited plan, you went above your unlimited plan. I'm like, how did I do that? Because when you read the data on it, it's like watching... 18 hour of high definition movies a day. And what happened was I probably bought a couple computers and downloaded software onto them. You know, a Microsoft update here, an Apple update there. Um, that had to be the culprit because I'm not watching that many movies. <laughs> if you get my draft, but I do have more devices on, right? So I was happy. I was kind of sad to see that I had used up all the data. Fifty years ago this week, economist Milton Friedman wrote that there is one and only one social responsibility of businesses. And Friedman said it's to use its resources, engage in activities designed to increase its profit. Milton Friedman. A lot of people um, have a problem with that statement. I look at the IRS definition of a corporation as being a human being, and I get it. Why did Trump pay no taxes? Why do some of the biggest companies like uh, Apple pay very little taxes? Or why do they try to run their tax system through Ireland so they can pay, you know, European taxes, not in Europe, but in, in Iceland or Greenland or uh, Ireland? Like, why? Because they can. And people take advantage of loopholes to the best of their ability. IBM rolled out the 4.7 million system 370 mainframe with a whopping 3 megabits of memory and was getting gearing up to introduce floppy disks to the masses. That was 1970, where we're talking about corporations having, essentially, being alive to make money. But a lot has changed since 1970. Do we still believe that simple philosophy that Milton Friedman said? There's one and only one social responsibility of businesses to use all its resources to engage in activities designed to increase profit. I'm Rob Black. Comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Rob Black talking all things financial money investment and more. Had a bad night of sleep. Just, I don't know, maybe the fires are on my mind or something. Just being honest with you, some shows are better than others, right? Dow slips 100 points as Wall Street takes a breather following Monday's big rally. Friday's huge rally. Last week's kind of, we're kind of become, we're kind of getting over setting new highs. The thing that I've liked recently is we're starting to see a little bit more participation from financial stocks. I want them to participate. I think that's really important. Google said yesterday that they're going to enforce the rules to acquire app developers distributing Android software on the Google Play Store to use its in-app payment system, essentially becoming just like Apple. Um, so when you're playing Candy Crush and you want to spend a buck ninety-nine on three extra lives, don't do it. Don't do it. Or you're playing Fortnite and you want to get a character skin avatar thing for ten to twenty bucks, you can look just like Spider-Man while you're playing a, a game. That's a lot of money for digital clothes. Um, it's real money, and they they want the action. I can't blame them. So it stinks if you're a developer because given a 30% cut, um, it's a ton of money for someone like Epic. It's probably not that material because they make so much money. But when you're a small developer and you come up with a words with friends kind of game, that's a pretty big chunk. With one million deaths, coronavirus has altered life as we know it. Um, the airlines are now counting on leisure travelers and not business travelers. Uh, CNBC has pulled together a package of stories looking at the coronavirus and how it's changed society. Um, I look at the healthcare system. Will I ever go for a doctor's visit again without seeing people with face shields on? I, I, I think, I don't know. I think it's changed things, right? Are you with me? One million is a terrible number. I think we need to reflect on that on a regular basis and not just go, ah, it's too many, too much for me to process. It was easier when we were processing a wet market in China where the coronavirus infiltrated Asia within weeks of its discovery before traveling to Europe, hitting the U.S. Um, in January in Washington State and New York City. A lot of people feel in California that we were lucky we didn't win the Super Bowl because had we won the Super Bowl, we would have had international travelers here and we would have had a parade. Parades seem like a bad idea for COVID. Um, when you take a look at this flu, you're now comparing it to the 1918 flu. There was even a 1918 epidemiologist who withstood criticism, very similar to the way Dr. Anthony Fauci is getting criticized today. The parallels on how a virus can be politicized all the way back to 1918 and then to where we are 2020, which that's the first time it's, it's hit me. Am I a little bit slow? It's basically been a hundred years. Um, since we've had something on this kind of scale of upsettingness, um, I think that's kind of interesting. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. 
I've been through a lot of things in my career, and now I could say that I'll have been through this too. So we've been through Gulf War One, Gulf War Two. We've been through us throwing bombs at Iraq, where we all came home and saw the CNN coverage with Wolf Blitzer, and we're like, whoa, that looks like a firework show. It was surreal. We've seen 9-11. We've seen other acts of terrorism. Uh, we've seen a lot, and this is just another one. But, man, I'm feeling a little tired right now, <laughs> so I hope I'm okay. I think I'm okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, some of the top stories today, real estate prices continue to move higher. The CDC has put shopping in crowded stores on Black Friday in a high-risk category. You think frat party is a high-risk category? Think about knocking over someone in Walmart to grab a TV that you want that they have their hands on. That's high risk. So says the CDC. And I'm glad we have them here for us because I wouldn't have known that. I would have thought shopping was was safe and easy. Steve uh, Mnuchin and Nancy Pelosi are set to talk as Democrats release a $2.2 trillion coronavirus stimulus bill. Have you ever written down the number trillion? When you do, it's going to slap you. When you look at how many people live in America and then divide that into how much stimulus we've thrown out, you're going to be like, whoa, you could have just given us all checks. Doesn't quite work like that. Coca-Cola has partnered with Molson Coors for launch of Topo Chico Hard Seltzer. So 2019 was a fun year. 2019 was a fun year. We got hard seltzers. We got Trulies. We got um, Sam Adams had one. Oh, Sam Adams is not the Trulie. But everyone's trying to get on the hard seltzer line now. Um, White Claws and Trulies are the two known ones. But if you go to a grocery store now, and I, I've heard this now. I've heard people go, do you got hard seltzers? Do you have Trulies? Do you? And like, I'm like, interesting, right? It's become a thing. Mike's Hard Lemonade Maker uh, is getting into hard seltzer. So Molson Coors is uh, handling marketing, sales, and distribution of uh, Topo Chico hard seltzer in the United States. The U.S. launch of the product will prioritize the market where the brand is best known. Tangy Lemon Lime, Exotic Pineapple, Strawberry Guava. 2019 used to be fun. And then COVID came along at the end of it. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Taking a look at the markets one last time. We have a market that, hmm, it's not leading. It's sideways, it's down. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.